So my next guest is somebody very near and dear to my heart, the other favorite sibling in our family, your favorite child, uh, along with myself. Her name is Soraya. She's my favorite sister. I have five, and she is number one. How are you doing, Soraya? Average. You're doing average. Oh, good. I mean, that's better than below average. That's true. And, of course, I don't think you're average, but maybe I'm biased. So tell us a little about yourself. How do we know each other, Soraya? Well, you're my brother. (laughs) Yeah. I am. Do you feel awkward? Yes. Knowing that our conversation here is being recorded. I have only been interviewed once before. Okay, restarting here. We've got my favorite sister here with us. Uh, She is the one, the only, maybe there are others, but your name isn't that common. It is Soraya Oster, my number one favorite sister. How are you doing, Soraya? Average. Average. Do you feel awkward introducing yourself again? Yes. It makes it funny, though, right? It's like that time loop thing in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, Dormammu. I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. That's perfect. Um, so, so how do we know each other? You're my brother. (laughs) (laughs) I am, I am your brother. I am your brother. But, but the funny thing is, you're my sister from another mister. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we don't have the same dad, but we've got the same mama. Yeah. And, uh, and she's pretty great, and your dad's pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm currently here babysitting you guys, so I thought I'd take this opportunity to use you for, for gain by having you on my podcast. Now, we can't really talk about where you grew up or anything, or where you're growing up, because mom doesn't. Mom's scared of the internet. Mom, mom thinks... That if you put your birthday on the internet, someone will steal your identity, your life will be over, they'll hunt you down, and they'll ruin everything for you. Wow. Uh, well, they're too late. Too late after what? Is everything already ruined for you? Oh, Soraya. <laughs> Are you going to cry on this podcast? No! I told you. That you're not going to cry? I told you that I'm not going to cry. Okay, what if I make you cry? What if... What if we have such a good heart-to-heart that you end up crying. You're not my mother. Uh, I've, yeah, I've only had a heart-to-heart with mom. You can have heart-to-hearts with more than one person. It doesn't have to just be your mom. What if we were talking about you, huh? Then I, I might cry. Okay, you do go ahead and do that. You want me to cry? Well, I'm not going to. You do that. This is about you. I'm interviewing you. Okay. So what do you get up to on a normal day? School. I just do whatever. What grade are you in? I'm in grade 7. So you're 12? Yes. And how is it being 12? Average. Pretty average. Do you do anything exciting? No. Really? You do nothing exciting? Not really. Soraya, come on. What do you do? I read. What do you read? Books. What kind of books? Fantasy. Fantasy? Okay. Do you have favorites? Harry Potter. Is that number one? 
I have more than one. Number one. I don't pick favorites. I'm I'm awful at picking favorites. There's the odd thing that I pick favorites with. Well, yeah, but you're very you you change that like every half an hour. Yeah. But it's because I have to. You have to. Yeah, I'm around three of you. I can't tell you who's actually my favorite. You don't have to tell anyone who's your favorite. Well, exactly. That's why I'm not telling anyone. Well, you don't have to be like, oh, you're my favorite now because you gave me a piece of chocolate because it was so good. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. Well, I mean, it was from Claire. But, you know, that's why she was my favorite for that second. And now I'm your favorite because I'm doing a podcast with you. Exactly. How does it feel? Average. Gryffindor. And how does it feel to be stuck up and supposedly brave and think that you're the best in the school? Average. Feel average? That's just normal to you? Do, you? do you think you're the best? No. What do you think? I want to think I'm the best. You want to think I want to be the best. I want to be the best. Do you think that you have to be the best to think you're the best? Yes. I don't know. Do you think there are some people who think they're the best that aren't the best? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Do you know any people like that? You. Me? You think I think I'm the best? Oh, definitely. I don't. I don't think I'm the best. Well, you you act like it. Oh, really? Yeah. You think so? Because I wear button-up shirts. No, that that doesn't make... What? Everyone wears button-up shirts. Really? Yeah. Like, all the time. Oh, okay. So I'm normal. At least for your age. Really? Yeah. There's oh. some guys in my class who wear button-up shirts all the time. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should go back a generation. So, when did you read the Harry Potter books? Last year. That was the same year I read them. I know. I finished them before you. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, see, I don't think I'm the best because I'm not the best reader. You were 11 when you finished. Mm-hmm. And I was 21 when I finished. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I don't think I'm the best at everything. Do you, do you have any funny stories you can tell me, Soraya? No. Soraya, come on. you got to give me something, man. God, say something. What? Say something. What do you want? Out of life. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. What do you think the meaning of life is? I think the meaning of life is to grow, to change, to develop. Have you changed anything about yourself? I have, no. Well, physically, yes. Emotionally, yes. Mentally, probably not. You don't think you've changed anything mentally? Because your brain is already perfect? Like, my knowledge side has grown, but not my... Yeah, I don't know. There are bits and pieces. Yeah. And so you think the meaning of life is to grow and to change? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you do to change? 
I, I don't know, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's more of, like, to elaborate on the meaning of life, it's more to grow from your mistakes. That's better description for it. Like, to grow from your mistakes, to change your bad actions, to change your bad habits. Like, that's more of it. Very. Yeah. You've had little habits and stuff that you've had to get out of. Mm hmm Do you have any examples you can think of? I used to not brush my hair. Yeah. What did that do? Oh, it made me look like a weirdo. Yeah. Even more of a weirdo, I'll say. Even more of a weirdo? I still look like a weirdo. You think so? All the time. Why do you think that? I don't know. People tell me that. People tell you you look like a weirdo? Yes. Thank you. You're awesome. Thanks. So you start brushing your hair. Mm-hmm. And what's that like for you? Makes people touch my hair a lot. Really? Yeah. Why do people touch your hair? Because they say it's so smooth. Because it's pretty. It's nice and smooth. Pretty and much, soft. yeah. Should I brush my hair? I don't think you'll get as good locks as me. But I can try. Probably. Yeah. I don't even know. How I get that. People ask me, and they're just like, they're just like, how do you get your hair so smooth and soft and pretty? I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. God just loves you more. Just kidding, don't say that to people. I say, God just loves me more. That's why I have prettier hair than you do. That might not go across very well. Probably not. But it's true. It's true. God loves you more, and that's why you have prettier hair. No. Right? No. God doesn't pick favorites like you. You don't think so? No. Well, sometimes I feel like God picks favorites. It's, it's to some degree, to some level, okay, but not, maybe not completely. Probably not. More he's rewarding people. For doing good stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like a you give and you get kind of thing. Definitely. I think some things are too subtle to see. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. It's too subtle. Exactly. Do you think we've missed a lot of stuff? Definitely. What can we do to see it better? I think you should like more slow down. I I saw, I read something or saw something where it's just like we pro everything is like now this was a poem so I'm. Um, but it was just like everything is coming so fast that we're so used to everything being there immediately, mm-hmm. but some things don't. And so I think even the subtle things, they may not even come so fast. So maybe that's why we don't see them. So what do you do to try and appreciate the subtle things? Well, see, I, I like I like photography. Mm-hmm. I like close-up photography. Yeah. 
So I'll take something really small and just make it look bigger. So I think that's that gives you a perspective on those subtle things. And so that's kind of what I do. I just like to take something more physical and kind of give it an emotional spirit. Pretty much. That's pretty cool. Do you use mom's camera for that? Mom's red one. Oh, her middle one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does that work? Pretty well? It depends on the thing that I'm taking a picture of. Yeah. Have you taken any really cool pictures? I had um, a flower that was, like, really small, re- really teeny. Um, and I zoomed up on it, and it was on, like, a wood block and the lighting just got right perfect like it was a white flower and it just got perfect so it almost looked like the flower was glowing really yeah it was really cool that is pretty cool i know i remember growing up mom would take a lot of pictures of flowers and stuff yes and of buds yeah the spiders especially yeah have those kind of inspired you a little bit yeah, um, like, you know how in Epic, how he believes, like, there's a hidden world? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like it, like, like, there's always, like, those flowers, and then you find just the smallest bug there. It's, like, just kind of similar in that way. Mm-hmm. The tiniest little thing. Yeah. And so I like to find a hidden world. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And so is that is that kind of the main focus? Because you were talking earlier today about a photography class that you'll be taking in high school. Yeah. Um, and how, you know, how excited you are for it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know entirely. Um, I know that there's this project where they, they, um, they just take pictures. Like, they have, like, five or six pictures. And they put it, um, it's more like an end-of-the-year thing that they do. They just take a bunch of pictures, and then they take their favorites and assemble it onto a page. Yeah. And, like, some of, I got to see them because that... I used their classroom for our math, like, that was my math classroom. Yeah. And so, like, some of them were really cool, and, like, and, like, there was no, like, there was no specific thing. Yeah. It was just personalized mm-hmm. for the thing that they like to do. So, like, that's what I got out of it. Like, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to work, because, I mean, it may change, or it, like... I don't know a whole lot about it, but. That's pretty cool, though. Okay. So when you look at that little hidden world and stuff, do you think 
you can share it with people through photography? Do you kind of hope to do that? Um, both photography and writing. Yeah. Like, even in my writing, I take a turn to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do... I'm a better writer than I am photographer, so probably okay. yeah. I do it more so in my writing than photography. What kind of stuff do you write? I just do whatever. I mostly do... Um, I'm more of a fantasy. I'm awful at writing reality. Okay. So I'm more of, like, the fantasy kind of stories. Yeah, yeah. Because mom, mom writes, but she doesn't write any. It's not fantasy. No, it's more so reality. Yeah, yeah. Her stuff is, like, high school and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yours is fantasy. I mean, uh, your story, life not called coming out of hell it's called coming out of the fire yeah but you wanted to call it i wanted to hell. call it coming out and of hell and mom told you no no it was claire who told me oh, no. claire told you no yeah because it's too dark and vulgar apparently pretty much yeah yeah too bad would have been a good title eh? definitely yeah yeah oh, and so and you like writing fantasy do you try to show that little that magical world in your fantasy? Um, like, do you draw inspiration from the stuff that you photograph? Yes. Um, but I more so take a spiritual turn with the hidden stuff. Okay. Because, like, in Coming Out of the Fire, I made it so it's like... It's like a fantasy base. Mm-hmm. But this girl she's facing a mental problem which is probably the most hidden world out there is your mental state your psyche and stuff yeah um the girl in your fantasy world so it's a fantasy world and she's facing like mental struggles yeah pretty much okay do you want to expand on that a little bit um well i have seven main people yeah which Incidentally, like, I didn't even do this on purpose, but, like, there's two boys and five girls. Oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah. That's, for people listening who don't know, that's the distribution of gender in our family. We have two boys and five girls. Um, and, like, I pretty much put personality into each of them, like each of my siblings and myself. Oh, really? Like, I didn't even do it on purpose. Yeah. I changed the names, obviously, yeah. but, like, I didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah. What's the guy like me? What, what's his, what's, what's his name? Levi. Levi. And what's he like? He, well, he likes, he likes the main character, because I needed to add some, some romance. romance. Okay. See, now, I'm not a very good romance writer, yeah. but I always find that romance adds... A twist. Yeah, it, it messes with the character's emotion. It adds some. Uh, yeah. Because people do stupid stuff when they're in love. Pretty but, much, yeah. Yeah. But so he. He's definitely a talker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like me. He's the one who. 
Like, I haven't gotten very far in the story, but he's going to be, like, the person who's just like, okay, everyone, let's just talk this out. Like, but, and, yeah, but that's, but I also added some of your person, some of, some of that same personality into the other guy. Okay. But I made the other guy, his name's Ezekiel. Okay. Um, but I made him kind of like the, not big, but the one who has a big demeanor. Like he just acts big, like, oh, okay. um, That's tough and cool. yeah, okay. but he's also, um, he's, he, he's very talkative as well. Okay. Um, he's like the funny one. So you've got two guys that won't shut up. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah that sounds like our family. Yeah. But, and the other five girls, I kind of like mishmashed. Yeah. Everyone, um, all of the girls, and I like took little bits of each person, mm-hmm. but like some of them have larger bits of like maybe one person has like larger bits of Alandra, one person has larger bits of me, like, yeah. like it's, but there's a little bit of everyone in everyone. Yeah. Do you mind sharing what kind of characteristics you took from <clears throat> each of us? Um, so, so the seven characters are Ezekiel, Levi, Hazel, Artemis, um, Phoenix, Robin, and, (laughs) um, Willow. Phoenix, Willow, Artemis, Robin. Hazel. Hazel. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so... Um, I, I based Willow off of me, um, which I often do that anyways, but I take more so little bits, but for Willow, her main personality in me, like my personality, my main personality in her is like my wall. Um, so she's like. All about like, let's hide our feelings. Let's like, we're cool. We're like, we're calm. We're collected. That's it. Yeah. Like no one can see through me. Yeah. We often make jokes about your cold, dark heart. Yes. Yeah. But like, but I think she, she's in war with herself mm-hmm. because actually. So, this is, this story is all about elves, and, like, because I find that no one writes good books about elves. I'm not even kidding. <clears throat> Everyone always is just like, yeah, the little elves, Santa's workshop, like, that's how elves are pictured. That's not how, like, like that or Tolkien's elves. that's the, like, I like Tolkien's elves, like, yeah. and, like, that's the least common, like, oftentimes it's more so, like, the Santa's elf little, like, like, I picture elves being, like, human-sized, like, powerful, strong. But I've read where it's, like, Santa's elves kind of, like, small, pixie-ish yeah. demeanor kind of. 
Um, so I took, like, Tolkien's writing of elves, and, like, that's how I picture it. But this person is persecuting them, and they had, uh, <clears throat> all these people came from a village that, uh, the guy, he destroyed. And, like, some people stayed and fought, and others got some back to safety. And so her entire family died that night. And so that's her war in herself. And so, like... Understanding that. Yeah. But she's also... I decided to add some characteristic to emotion. Because you know in Inside Out where it's just like anger, fear, like mm-hmm. all those? I decided to, instead of that, be more like like the seven deadly sins kind of. Okay. And so there's like jealousy, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So the first one that she sees is jealousy. And that's for like the first... Ten pages? Yeah. Twelve pages? And then she's going to have a break of just dealing with this. And then she's going to find another one. But with jealousy, I described it as like... Just this... Almost like... You know in Spiderwick Chronicles where it's just like... There's hobgoblins and stuff? Uh, no, but I see now. Yeah. That's... That's how I based it. I took, like, a hobgoblin, which is basically, like, I don't know, like, um, a house elf, kind of. Okay, yeah. But really fat, pretty much. Okay. And a lot scruffer, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's how I based it. Yeah. But I'm going to make each one be different. And so the very last description of jealousy is he's holding a sign. And they're all going to hold a sign that's describing it. But it's going to be jealousy's... His sign was a person. Because people, like... When people want something, like, that other people have, they take it sometimes. Like, so they're jealous of this one person, so they killed him. So it's a dead man with a knife hanging over him. So that's jealousy. And so that's her war within herself is she's seeing these things. She's feeling her past emotion, but she's also feeling like she wants to get, like she's sick and tired of it. Yeah. So she wants to fix that. So that I kind of just took probably, I don't know. I'm not sure any of us is facing that bad of a situation. But I'm sure all of us, I, I found this quote where it's everyone is facing, be kind because everyone is facing their own battle. So that's kind of, so we're all facing our own battles, but I just amplified hers. Yeah, yeah, you kind of uh, bring it out a little bit and personify it. Yeah. So that it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it, it's good for telling the story of what she's going through and I like how how you're using that uh, medium of fantasy to 
to show the seriousness of mental illness and, and struggle and bring it out like that. That sounds really, really cool. And also to kind of blow it up, like what you do with pictures, to zoom in and see more. That's cool. So with um, kind of on the same vein as, you know, um, talking about mental illness stuff, um, that's what what's what's made you decide to write like that, to write about these struggles that everybody's having? Um, I guess I figured that that's not necessarily, like, a big problem. Like, it's not, like, it's it's not, like, sex, sexist people or racist people or anything like that. But it's definitely a, a challenge that we face. And I figured, it, I don't want to write, like, a how to do this and, like, a book like that. I want to hidden meanings in it, so... Yeah. You know, chicken soup for the soul kind of thing. Yeah. And so, and I just saw all these, like, I just saw all of these challenges that people face that, like, no one is exact, is facing the exact same trial Mm -hmm. at the exact same time. But, like, and I also found this other quote where it's just, like, if everyone put their problems into one pile, they'd probably just take their own into part. So I figured, why not put them all in one pile? Mm-hmm. So it was more of just little thoughts leading up to one another yeah. to make one basis of a story. Mm-hmm. she's dealing with all of this stuff so it's obviously her story do you see it with any of the other characters do you see them, them struggle with anything else um, well the way I'm doing it is I'm doing like each person gets their own chapter oh, okay because I've always liked that like I when, when I was reading Rick Rodin's, uh second series Heroes of Olympus I really appreciated seeing other people's sides of the story because, like, you never know what other people are going to see. And that's what messes me up with movies. Because it shows everyone's side of the story instead of just the one person's. Yeah. So I figured, might as well show everyone's. Especially with so many characters. Like, that's yeah. difficult to read. But I want to have the same scene. But with other people. Like, I'm going to have... One scene with two different people, or three, or what, however many, but I'm going to show it from each side. Yeah. So I'm going to have, like, one person being like, oh, man, they look so mad. And then that same person being like, I'm hungry, or whatever. Like, yeah, not even... Different things. Exactly. And so 
you'll get to see their own challenges. But obviously, like, the basis is world around Willow, but it's, yeah. It's almost like Willow's like the sun, everyone else is swirling around her. But we're still in the same galaxy. We're yeah, we're still in the solar same solar system. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So what? So Willow struggles with jealousy, and then what else does she end up struggling with? Um, I think she's more struggling with guilt, like with her parents, like her entire family dying. Does she have survivor's guilt? Yeah. Yeah. Because her sister, her sister was twelve, and I think that would be like the cutoff. It's like you're 12, so you could, she could either stay, like she could either stay and fight, or she mm-hmm. could go. She decided to stay and fight, mm-hmm. and she felt that if she had forced Mariposa, her sister, to go, yeah, maybe maybe she would have at least had someone. Mm-hmm. And then she realized, like that's, like that's I. I want her to have guilt for that, but I also want her to feel guilty for even having that guilt because she'd know that her parents wouldn't yeah. want her to feel that way mm-hmm. and her entire family wouldn't want her to feel that way. It's interesting how emotions get layered on like that. Yeah. Like she feels guilty for her sister not being around, but then she feels guilty for just feeling guilty. And then it keeps on going. It just piles on, right? So, as as a a person, because I think you and I are a lot alike in how we deal with our emotions. How we don't. I might I might talk a lot more than you do, but I have the same kind of. Well, I don't. There's a lot I don't talk about with people. Yeah. Right. How. How do you start unwrapping those emotions? How do you deal with that? Well, I'm... I don't know. I just... I'm... Like, the way that I'm similar with mom is that she'll, like, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, snap. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what I do. I, like, hide it, hide it, hide it, hide it, hide it. Just break. Yeah. So I kind of just... Um, well, I, well, I read a book once where this girl, she's Muslim Mm -hmm. and like this guy, like this was a Rick Rorty book. So like they're about gods and stuff. And so, so she had to do her prayers for the day Mm -hmm. for the afternoon. I don't know, but she had to do prayers and like they're in the middle of a quest or whatever. Well, they were at a pause in the quest, but they were still almost like lurking in dangerous waters. Like, like, um, they still have to be alert. Exactly. And so she's just like, Hey, can you just like watch, just keep watch so nothing like attacks me in the middle of my prayers. (laughs) And so when he was watching her, she, he realized that he's, he realized that he'd never seen her pray before. Yeah. And he kind of figured, 
he was just like, well, she probably just goes off to like a quiet place or whatever. And he asked her about it later and she's just like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And then later he saw her crying and he said, he thought he's just like, he, she probably does like the same thing as her prayer. She just goes off to a quiet place and cries. So that's kind of like what I do. I just like, if I'm feeling really emotional, like I just like cough. Yeah. Sometimes. You just go off. And... Yeah. Sometimes a little more so than others, but like. Probably not, but I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't really help you work through it too much. No. No. Do you do you feel like you're an introvert or an extrovert? Definitely introvert. Really. And so you like your alone time. Yeah, that's. But you're all. I mean, you're yeah. also a very social person. Yeah. I think. I think. Everyone in our family is generally pretty social, even even the introverts. I mean, mom's an introvert. Yeah. But she's still quite sociable. She, you know, it's not like she shows up to a party and just stands there awkwardly. She's happy to talk to people. She's great to have a conversation with, right? Yeah. So... How, how do you feel in social situations? Because I'm an extrovert. How do you feel when you're out and about with big groups of people? I, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like crowds. I don't yeah. like, like, that's that's even how I choose my friends. Like, they're, they're at our school. Like, they're just like the grade seven girls just seem to have a table okay. at lunch. I don't like to sit with them. For me, that makes me uncomfortable because there's, like, several conversations going at once. And I, like, like, like my group of friends, like, we're a group of three girls. And so we, we just, like, walk around. We sit. Like, we don't even, like, oftentimes when it's warm out, we don't even stay in the school. We just go and walk around because we're in a junior high, high school. So... Yeah. We're allowed to, we have that liberty, and we're right next to a park. Yeah. Like, not an actual park, but like a... A playground? No, like... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Guys... Like the nature park, kind yeah, of. Yeah, there's a little nature park and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that's... That's what we do when it's nice out. Yeah. And, like, Kate... Emily, my friend, she doesn't... She doesn't like to be alone. Yeah. But she also doesn't like walking around that much. Except for, oddly enough, when I don't want to walk around, she wants to walk around. When she doesn't want to walk around, I want to walk around. But, like, like, but she, like, she's more of, like, a drifter. She'll, like, go this way, this way. But me and Selena, we just like to, we're alone people. We're like, I'm either with, I'm with one to two people. That's it. <laughs> but I still don't like to be alone alone. Like, I want to be, like, with one person. But, like, three is a maximum. To make me... Small groups. Of yeah. 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 Which I'm the same way, even though I'm, I'm an extrovert. I need to be around people. I prefer to be 
small amounts of company. Yeah. I don't like big, big gatherings and stuff. Especially since with the big gatherings, like, it's not like you, it's not like you're conversing with one person. Like, yeah, it doesn't make it, harder. it doesn't make it personal. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit harder, especially when I find it hard when I'm in a big group of people and I see so many people that I want to talk to. Yeah. So many people that I want to say hi to and I can't because it's, there's too many. And for me, like, like if I'm, a, if there's this, this gathering and everyone's talking, that throws me off. Yeah. So I have to be quiet and... Like, just in a small group with a quiet place. You like it a little more tight-knit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it a little harder, like, if I'm one place and my friends are another, like, that throws me off because, like, I'm so closely, like, yeah. yeah. I don't feel, like, I feel like it's a... Almost like I'm making a tapestry, but it's unweaving, unraveling. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. Okay. Do you feel... Do you, do you feel like you were born an introvert? No. Do you think you learned it? Yeah. How so? I, I was always the person who was just wild. You used to be a lot louder. I used to be a lot louder. Is it because of America? I think it's public school. It's public school? Yeah. Really? Because, okay, so here's here's some background. You were homeschooled how long? Um. Kindergarten to... No, I was... Were you in... Okay, I was in public school for grade one, six, and seven. So far, you're in grade seven. Oh, and kindergarten. And kindergarten. Yeah. Okay, so you you were homeschooled for four years, grades, grades two... Three, four, five. five. Okay. And, uh, and why mom, I know mom hated the school you guys were at. Oh, yeah. They were nasty. No. I met them a few times. It was, it was like the teachers, there was teachers that were fine. It was the principal. It was the the principal principal. and the office staff. Yeah. They were awful. Yeah. They were terrible. They were awful. So, so mom pulled you out of there and she also, I think she did it also partly because Amara would be starting school soon. Yeah. And her being the youngest, I think mom started to feel like her babies were all slipping through her fingers mm-hmm. and moving on and growing up too fast. So I think that probably had part to do with it. Possibly. Well. So she decided to homeschool you last three. Yeah. Um, and and so you did, you did homeschooling for a little bit for those four years. And so what impact did that have on you and then moving into back into public school? Well, I think, so I've always been not, like, you know how it's not always just black and white, there are shades of gray. Mm-hmm. So I, in, I've had a gray area of shyness. Like, once I got to know someone, I could, like, talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah. But I was always shy to begin with, and so... At school, I was shy. Like, when I started public school, I was shy. Mm-hmm. But that shyness was percepted as quietness, like, just, like, just 
introvertness. I don't know, like. It was, it was seeing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's somebody putting their impression of you onto you, and then you responding by just going along with it, kind of thing. I just became the person that they saw. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so, and I mean, recently. Um, I think changing schools has had a difference on that as well. Um, we have a lot more liberties at this school. And so I think that may be... I'm not breaking out of the introvert shell, but I'm, like, more making cracks and dents in it. Okay. But even now, it's just like, oh, you're so unusually loud. Mm-hmm. Um, like... Even in my last play, I was, I was the irate shopper. I had to yell at people. Yeah. And like, as soon as I came out on stage stomping, people were just like, whoa, that's, that, that can't be Soraya. Yeah. So. Because normally, normally you walk around pretty quiet. You you know, you sit down to read your book, you walk around nicely. Like, honestly, I have scared people because I've just been so quiet. I freaked Selena out because I just left the room. Yeah. So quietly. She had no idea where I went. That's like uh, in, in Infinity War. When he's, when he's, I have mastered the art of invisibility. Of his invisibility or whatever. He says, so, so you think you've learned to be an introvert? So do you think, were you an extrovert beforehand then? I think I was more... More like an introvert with gray areas. Yeah. I have just more turned those, more like bleached those gray areas to be white. So you've always been an introvert, but then you've always kind of lived a little bit closer on the edge to being an extrovert, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. But then, but then going to school where you're kind of you know, you're shy at first, and then people expect that you're just quiet. Yeah. It's kind of subdued you. Yeah, and, like, even, even, like, I'm crazy at home with my friends, like, and then when people find out, like, I I would yell at my friend's house. Mm -hmm. I was yelling at something, I don't know. And when Selena told someone that, they're just like, What? Did you yeah. say Soraya yelled? Yeah. And so, like, yeah. So I've always been well, I, definitely I, in between. I guess kind of you can't mix up introverted with quiet. Yeah. Right? Because you might be introverted because you like your alone time, but then when you're comfortable with the people you're with, you can be pretty loud. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I don't think, I don't think that it should be split. Like, even with anything, I don't think it should be, like, with the learning ways, like, ways you learn, there's no one thing. It's not black and white. There are gray. There's, like, there's gray. There's other colors in there. Yeah. But I think there's more so... Like, almost like how I split up, mishmashed the characters, like, our yeah. sister's personalities. I took, yeah. there are bigger parts 
there are bigger pieces than yeah. others. You took traits from each of us and little pieces. And, and so, and so that's the same with, with introvert, extrovert, visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. You're not just one thing. You maybe have the majority of one thing, mm-hmm. but it's not. But it's not strictly one thing. Yeah. Well, because I, I mean, I guess it's, it's the same thing um, with love languages. Yeah. I hate gifts. I hate them. But if somebody were to buy me a camera, that would be a very nice thing for them to do. You know, and I'd appreciate it. Like, I'd yeah. be over the moon, right? So I guess it just depends. Yeah. Right? With anything. So what? So, okay. I think that's pretty interesting. Do you have, because you're, you're writing this book, you, you think about the subjects that I was definitely not thinking about when I was your age. When I was your age, I didn't think anything of introversion, extroversion, philosophy, learning types. Honestly, this has just been spouting out of my mouth. Like, half of this is subconscious. I'm not even... Oh, but it wasn't even there. It wasn't even in my mind at your age. So you, you obviously, you have ambitions and goals and hopes and dreams and stuff. What's 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 the biggest, craziest, stupidest dream you have? I want to publish my book at 16. Yeah? For four years? Yeah. Think you can do it? Oh, most definitely not. Well, I believe in you. I think you can do it. I haven't even, like, I'm on the second chapter. <laughs> well, maybe the third. I don't know. I, I haven't got him that far. Yeah. But. Well, it sounds pretty cool. So I hope you publish it at 16 because I want a signed copy from you. Okay. <clears throat> How much do I have to pay to get a signature, though? It'd be fairly expensive. Fairly expensive. You're a big deal. I am a big deal. You are a big deal. I mean, right now, the real reason Mom doesn't want us saying where you live is because she knows that you have so many fans that if they, oh, definitely. If they heard this podcast, they'd be lying up out the door. We've already got some people come to the door and knock on it and say, meet Soraya? Go away, man. No, you can't meet Soraya. Here's your business card. Buy some clams baking. So, okay, there's another thing, clams baking. You're doing that this summer. You guys sell sell baked goods and stuff? Pretty much. You guys made some decent money last year too, right? Like $300 each. Yeah, that's not bad. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. That was including the Christmas orders, though. Okay, yeah, but that was profit. Yeah. That's after you've paid for the ingredients and everything, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm impressed. Um, Clams baking, they don't bake clams. That is not what we do. Yeah. That's, yeah. Don't mistake that. We have had several people ask us. If we bake clams. I'll admit I was a little confused. It's just we we short formed our names. Yeah, C L for Claire, A M for Amara, and then S for Soraya. Because apparently you 
can't do clamsa. It just sounds weird. Uh, I mean, clams sounds weird too. That's true. But it's an actual word. That's true. Clams is. But yeah, so okay. So you're doing clams baking as well. Do you have any goals with that this summer? I just intend to make money. Yeah. I, I just want to make some money. I, I am a bad spender. Bake some stuff. Yeah, you are a bad spender. You bought new shoes this week. I didn't know they'd be 20 bucks. They had a price tag on them, dude. I never looked at them before that. <laughs> okay. They are nice shoes, though. They are nice shoes. So, okay. And then, uh, and then, so publish, publishing your book at 16, that's your, that's your big goal right now. Pretty much, yeah. Do you know what that process is like? Do you know how to um, get that through? Vaguely, there's this um, there's this group that mom has that ha- mom has contact with, and that it's a contest where you submit your book, mm-hmm. and they'll like judge it. Like there's a bunch of other people who are submitting it, and then they're like, if you win first place, free publishing, mm-hmm. the whole package. Yeah. Second place, you get, like, a discount. Third place, you get a discount. And, yeah, stuff like that. Um, Mom submitted her book. I think she got, like, fifth place or something. And so she's been tweaking it, adding things. I think, like, they had given her comments about it. Yeah. And so she's going to submit it this year as well. Yeah. Um, But then that's for adults. Um, They have a youth one? They have a youth one. Oh, perfect. So that's why I want to submit it at 16. I think the cutoff is like 18 or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I intend to, that's how I intend to get it. I mean, and I want to do it at 16. Like I want to submit it first at 16. So then I can submit it more times if I don't get it first. The first time. But also like they have publishing deals, like it's a publishing company. Yeah. And so like, um... I think there's this one, like, they have, like, premium package, like, that kind of stuff, where, like, I think the best package, I don't remember what the best package is called, but it's, like, you get it placed into Kohl's, Indigo, like, chapters, like, all those bookstores, and then you also get it put in, like, Walmart, Superstore, like, all of the big stores, and then you also get copies as well like you get discounts off of copies and you make the money off of it as well that's pretty sweet you get like 75 percent off 70 percent 75 percent of the money made off of it that's really cool that's awesome so hopefully hopefully it goes well uh my high school had a in it in the school had a little publishing company yeah so, is it that's because that's where you made the moon helped make the moon book or something? It, yeah, it was the the Mars book from blue to red. Yeah, and and that was a really cool project. So yeah, we published it through the school's little publishing company, and there were students at my high school who wrote books and had them published through the school. Mm-hmm. So that was that was pretty cool. Maybe maybe you can start that at your school. Yeah, I actually have a friend, Selena. She, um. She's, she, she really likes writing as well. Yeah. Um, like not, she doesn't intend to make a career out of it, but she, she enjoys writing. And I think it was in like grade five or four or five. She had 
won this prize that they had there and they put a, her short story into this big book of kids stories. And, like, I honestly have no idea else about it. I just know that that's what happened. There's a lot of opportunity out there for young artists. Yeah. And so I I think you can do some really cool stuff. So I wish you all the best. That's been an hour, about an hour. That's really cool, though, and I look forward to all of that stuff. We'll wrap up the podcast here, and then obviously we will keep chatting because we live together right now. But uh, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for talking. I think it's awesome how aware you are of mental illness and and the struggles that people are facing, especially with guilt, jealousy, things like that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the impact you make on the world, Soraya. Thanks. <laughs>